Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Thank you for joining me this day. And today is an I'm going to call it a, a personal day. I'm going to share with you some personal things about my life, things that many of you have listened for years know. Uh, many of you may not know, especially if you're recent listeners, but it's uh, it's a one day out. I don't have a series, and today's the last day of the week that I share. So I thought I would just share, and I want to first have prayer, and then I'm going to read you a passage of Scripture, and then I'm just going to share from my heart. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the listeners. God bless them. Lead them. Give them guidance in all they do. May the power of God overwhelm them. I love you. I give you thanks for this day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Proverbs chapter 3, Solomon, and this is a scripture that many, many people know. It's 3, 5, and 6. In fact, probably many of you listeners, this will maybe one of your favorite verses. Uh, Solomon says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. We have it laid out in God's word about how he wants us to love him, how he wants us to serve him, how he wants us to use wisdom and then trust him with everything we have. He says, trust the Lord with all your heart. All is a pretty powerful word, isn't it? Three-letter word, with all your heart. Put him first in everything you do. As you know, as many listeners know, that I was raised in a tremendous Christian home. My parents are pastors. My oldest two brothers are pastors. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but not a whole bunch, but and how I was kind of uh, not rebelling, but I wanted to go into teaching and being a coach because I wanted to be able to minister to the world. I love Jesus. I Boy, you live in my house growing up. I don't think you could help loving Jesus because you saw Jesus in the lives of my parents and brothers. I mean, they lived Jesus. It was it was obvious. The influence was huge. And I couldn't I couldn't bypass that. I didn't I really didn't even want to rebel. I mean, I wasn't a perfect kid, but I didn't even have a desire to rebel. But I, I'm so thankful for prayer. I'm so thankful for God's hand in my life and, and all the great times I had at home. But you know, then I met my lovely wife, Denise, in Vancouver, Washington, and we ended up getting married in 19, what was it? <laughs> 19, uh, na- no, eight, 1982. We'll be 40 years, January 30th, our 40-year anniversary. And then we were blessed with a lovely son five years later, Luke. And Luke was an incredible young boy. He just, he had a love for God from when he was two years old on. It was an amazing love for God. He would pray for things and they would happen. He had such faith that it was, you just, you couldn't believe it. Everybody in the church knew about it. They'd have him pray for all sorts of things. And I remember when he was three years old, and he was laying in bed with me one night when mom was out of town, and I fell asleep, and he said, Daddy, how tall is Jesus? He woke me up, and I said, look, I don't know how tall Jesus is. Why don't you ask him? And that's when, about, oh, I don't know how many minutes later, I went back to sleep. He said, Daddy. I said, what, son? Jesus told me how tall he was. And I said, oh, well, what did he say? He said, Luke, I'm about six foot. And I thought, What? That's a crazy thing. And I thought he couldn't have been that tall. But I said, you know, but how would he know heights? How would he know all that stuff? I mean, he, you know, he, I mean, he followed sports. Maybe he knew something about, 
some of that because he was only three years old. But that he said, I was, man, he went back to sleep. He was confident he heard from God. It was just this year that I listened. It's, it's on YouTube. A guy shares his testimony about how he was in heaven. It's 20 minutes. Tremendous testimony. I mean, I really believe it. The guy, this one, it was one of those. I don't think it's a fantasy story. I think he had that experience. And one of the things he said, in his testimony was this. He said, and I, you know, I saw something, a glimpse of Jesus, and he was about five foot 11. And I thought, then that story came roaring back. And then, of course, um, most of you listeners know that I went to Vancouver, Washington in 1992 for a, just to, to visit my family and my wife's family. And then my wife flew off to Indiana and my in-laws went to the coast. It was just Luke and I, and we were having a wonderful day in that morning. August 13th, 92, we were playing sorry on the floor. And he said to me, Daddy, I mean, I said to him, I said, Luke, how, uh, I said, what's the most important thing in your life? And Luke said, Daddy, Jesus is, our God is, he said. I said, what do you mean God is? And Luke said, Daddy, I just want to live for Jesus. I just want to live for Jesus. And I was, I was taken back by that. It was eight hours later. I'd asked him to to go change, and uh, we're gonna go over to some friends' house, some a pastor's house with his kids, which he loved, and and I thought he went to change, and he never went outside by himself, but he went out and got in the car, which was on a hill, and knocked it out of gear, and we believe at the bottom of the hill it dropped him out, and the front tire ran over his uh, chest, and uh, I went out and. So the front porch, the front porch was open. The front door. I thought, Luke, where are you at? I saw him laying on the street, and I rushed down there in shock. And he he didn't have any trauma to him except he had a little blood come out of his nose and ears. And I didn't I didn't have any idea what happened at the time. And I carried him to the lawn, but I knew he was gone. And uh, paramedics came real soon, gave him mouth to mouth, and took him to the hospital. And it was a horrible day in in my life. A horrible day because I was by myself. My wife was gone. My in-laws were gone. And uh, it was just, it was a day. And I had to call my wife in Indiana and tell her the news. I couldn't even get it out. I was so broken up. But I can tell you this. God has used that powerfully. My son was so in tune with God. Ten days before he died, he got out of the car. And he said to me and my brother, Dan, he said, I'm going to go be with Jesus. And my brother Dan says, what, Luke? My brother Dan looks at me quizzically. What, Luke? He said, I'm going to be with Jesus. We didn't know. And that came roaring back to us that somehow he knew. Somehow God's timing is just a crazy thing. And we was at the uh, Emmanuel Hospital in Portland, Oregon. And I remember sitting in a waiting room just in tears. My two brothers, miraculously, they were pastors in Oregon. They were at a meeting in Oregon, and they'd heard through the meeting. They ended up showing up at the emergency room, which was unbelievable. And we cried together, and they came in and gave us the news that he's gone. So my brother Doug and I walked into the room, in the emergency room, and my brother Doug and Dave, and and uh, and he looked so good. I mean, he had a bandage wrapped around his head, but where he had the two little holes, they weren't blood holes, but just where, uh, where his uh, sand or something, I don't know what had happened. Then I pulled down the sheet and realized that he had a streak along his uh, chest, That and so that told me what had happened. And I guess he snapped his, his cartoid or whatever that artery is immediately, so he died instantaneously. But in there, 
was the anesthesiologist and the nurses, and they were bawling and crying. And I was like taken back by it. They were just in tears. Well, you little boy, beautiful little boy, you know, they were in tears. And folks, I'm telling you this, it was, I think, 15 years later, I got a call from a friend of mine and says, Tom, you're not going to believe this. I ran into the the nurse that was in your, it was in the emergency room when your son passed. And she said it changed her life forever. And it changed the anesthesiologist's life. I said, what? And so I called her. They gave me her number. I called her. She said that day, she said there was a presence in the room, an unexplainable godly presence in the room. She says, we backed up against the back wall and started crying. And she says, I felt my, my against the back wall fell to the ground. The anesthesiologist who wasn't a believer was absolutely changed that day. God used it for his glory. I had no idea. I had no idea. And so from this day on, God has used it as much as I miss my son. He'd be 34 today. He was five and a half when he passed away. God knows our hearts. And that's when he came, when we came back, that's when our church exploded. About that time, we were maybe church about 100 or something like that. And then, you know, the next 10 years, the church just went up to 500 really fast and up to 800. And it was an amazing thing. God used it for his glory. And we heard, and then Channel the News came over to interview me from Portland the next day, and they said, you don't have to talk to us, you don't want to. And God laid on my heart right then and there, you need to stand up. So I told him the story about Luke playing sorry with me and about how God's the most important thing to him. And just I shared some of those things about his life. And I heard later that the, the TV station got calls and some somebody had, was getting a divorce, they got back together. Another family got help for some reason, so God used it. You know, then went on in my life. We things got all right, and then we had men. Then we got pregnant. We were planning on being getting pregnant with our second son. I mean, a second child shortly. And so we got and we went through plan. We got pregnant immediately, and we didn't tell anybody because my wife didn't want to go through. My wife's very very private, and she didn't want everybody to know about us being pregnant. So we went to. Lake Louise, because somebody sent us to Lake Louise just for comfort and peace. This is like three months after the accident. And on the way back, we had a miscarriage. And my wife had a miscarriage. And it was, we didn't tell anybody for the longest time because it was, uh, it was a real struggle. Doctor said we can uh, have a child again and try, attempt in three months or something. And so we waited for that. And, uh, and we got pregnant again immediately. And this time, uh, our daughter Kaylee, she was in mom's. Uh, womb and and she uh and the doctor saying well there's all sorts of complications she may be down syndrome and we thought well she is we're gonna love her we're gonna love her with all our heart and and then all of a sudden we heard that she's missing a half a uh, heart cavity and she may not make it long story short we had her she was three pounds two ounces and she came out healthy the doctors had told us that her lungs would be collapsed they were not we brought her home at four pounds two ounces and now she's an incredible young lady 28 years old going to be starting a dietitian work in january and she's still only four foot eleven but she did get my six two height but god is used. she loves jesus so dearly i i've mentioned this before she goes to rock harbor church now and her and her husband are very involved well then my life went on this in short i get about ready to close here Lost my brother Dave of cancer, 66, liver cancer. He was a pastor. 
It was hard. Lost my brother Dan two years ago at 69 of a heart blockage. And uh, But God is good. He's on the throne. And that's just kind of my testimony today. I love you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.